Okay. Got it. Okay, so we are live here with uh, Katie Chanakas, um, live in the USA. Yes, yes, uh, I'm on the West Coast right now. In the West Coast in the USA. And uh, yes, you may notice uh, via the Zoom call, it says uh, my name, my full name on there. But I'm also known as Raju from the our new channel name. It used to be called the Talent Spotlight. It's been rebranded as the Woman Agenda. So that's what it's called now. And the reason for that is because our aim is to highlight women, uh, rising talents in music, in films, in books, and in every area. And we're making a difference also to society and bring them live on the YouTube channel and currently on the podcast channels, but mainly on the YouTube channels. And we promote it and you can see us on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you very much, first of all, uh, um, Katie, for joining me live today. And how you I love your message. Thank you so much. How apropos. It's just, it's everything I embody. So it's awesome. The the people tuning in are going to love the new album, Dreamland 1111. Um, it's all about embodying femininity, you know, in all genders. So how cool. I'm it excited is, for this is. chat. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it is. It is. And I'm, I'm really interested in uh, listening to it as well. Your album. And, uh, I'm so looking forward to listening to it. So it, as we are talking about the album, so um, is this your first album or? Well, it's my first debut solo album under um, my birth name, which is Saint Kiriaki. It's Saint K Y R I A K I, and um, I'm named after the um, the Grecian saint. She was a martyr, and um, also the Kiriaki means Sunday in Greek, the Lord's Day. So I'm named after my yaya, my best friend. That's how I got the name Saint Kiriaki. Um, and Dreamland 1111 is all about. Um, claiming one's power and reclaiming one's power through the divine femininity with language and um, EDM music. It's electronic music. And I grew up in the Detroit electronic music scene with all the best international DJs from around the world. I went to DJ music school. I do have um, another project called The Sophisticated Psychos with my duo Nikki Scorpio who's doing his solo project right now but we put quantum physics in our music so um it's not my first solo album but it's my first solo album um under my birth name Saint Kiriaki so I have music under The Sophisticated Psychos um and then we have music under Saint Kiriaki as well so right. they should be in the show notes so everyone can tune in and we just released it on 11-11 my birthday Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. That's, that's absolutely fantastic, especially on your birthday as well. That's, that makes it yeah. extra special. Yeah, and we released two art project music videos. So it's I produced, directed, acted, voiceover, made the music, and it's all embodying all the different skill sets in one. Because in the 21st century, you know, for directors and casting directors, producers to see me, to know me, to see my work, my message of who I am, all about branding and showing up and showing people your creativity and the yeah. quality of your craft and your workmanship. So um, I put it, you know, on my social media platforms so they can see me because I have directors, producers, casting directors who follow me, who know my body of work because I've been going yeah. at it for two decades in the industry and they can hear my voice 
and call my agency to book me on a voiceover. They can see my presence, my acting skills, how I am as, as a character in, in these pieces and then call to book me on a movie or a TV show or have me read for one of their projects, right? By putting yeah. myself out there. Because if we don't put ourselves out there, it's not show closet, it's show business. We need to show exactly. what we're into. And it could be hard as an artist showing what we're into because it's into me, see, intimacy. And there's the vulnerability of breaking the barriers through divine femininity and through yeah. being vulnerable to express our emotions because so many times in society and what you're doing on your platforms, so many times in society, I've been told, go to your room, stop crying. Don't show this emotion. Don't show this emotion. And so I learned to compartmentalize and hide and not feel emotions that I've had. And they've been so stuck, deep rooted, like a clogged drain but I was taught to be numb to my own emotions. I was taught to feel not to be heard, not to be seen, to suppress those feelings and to not share them, to ignore them. So if I went over a decade, over two decades, ignoring myself, how can anyone understand me and who I am? How can I express who I am if I've ignored those things? I've been able to put it on canvases. I've been able to put it in poetry. I've been able to put it into my craft and my acting, my work. And now I'm being a voice and utilizing my voice through music, through sound, vibration, through language, through my craft, video games, cartoon, animation, through my characters, comedy, drama, I can take because I know that deep inside and I can put it into the characters, right? So there is a way to express it, although sometimes we're not verbally expressing like we are now. But yeah. that's why, you know, we I have my popular podcast. She's all over the place. And that's why I think podcasting and these kind of conversations are so cool. So we can actually attune and get these things out and hold space for one another and for the viewer tuning in, thank you for being here. And um, to the listener tuning in, thank you for being here. And we show up and do God's work and the work that we're doing to hold space for one another. <sighs> so we can take a deep breath and say, it's okay. And hold space for you. Cause we want you to go through this journey so you can find your own voice, no matter yeah. if it's right or wrong. And for it just to come out. Right. And it takes skill and practice for, and permission and to give ourselves permission and to hold hands and give each other that kind of permission too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I don't think anybody could have said it better than what you've said. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Absolutely. It's, it, and um, it's, it's great. I mean, um, as um, a lot of people obviously will uh, view this um on different, uh, especially on YouTube and uh, on podcasting platforms and, and other places. Uh, regarding uh, being a woman and getting into music, was there, did you find it any ha harder? What kind of struggles did you find uh, to enter into the music scene? It's a great question. Along my journey, I never wanted to be labeled as a woman, you know? But at a young age, I knew that it was a quote unquote man's world still. And I wanted to have children later if it was a part of my journey. And I knew I wanted to have a career and have children later, God willing, if it was meant for me. But I knew it was a quote unquote man's world. So I looked to men 
to support me and help me instead of looking to the divine femininity in the woman gender. I look to males for yeah. that shield. I had my shield, but I, and I had my shield for protection, but I look to a, a man for those validations that were external, right? Yeah. From, from within my own self. And it was really struggling because I had a big positive, bright attitude. And a lot of times, of course, like we're primal beings, you know, men and women have wanted yeah. to be with me. Right. Um, but a lot of times males wanting to date me, be with me, offer me something. Um, and let me just tell you right now, I haven't had sex with somebody to get something. I know a lot of people do, and there's a yeah. false power. And it's sad because the guys feel it too. They feel used, right? Some pray and they're in a gamut, but on the reciprocal side, some a lot feel used and the girls feel like they need to manipulate in a way to get something. And there's that disconnect of communication and false securities and false powers. So, um, however, you know, sexuality is a powerful thing and we're all connected in a sexual way. Yeah. And, um, I found growing up, you know, a lot of people would keep me near and dear and some of them were straight. The ones that like just prayed and they just wanted, you know, to attack and were vultures. And because of my ethics, morals, and values, and me being a strong individual and running cross country and gr growing up Greek Orthodox Christian, I had a faith. Those mother effers couldn't get near me. You know what I mean? With like a 10 foot pole. However, I saw a lot of female identifying people and they just allowed people to just prey on them because they didn't have the language or the support or a, a strong foundation or they were just sensitive and feminine in a way and very powerful, but didn't know how to protect themselves and they were taken advantage of. So I've seen that happen so much. That's, that's one kind of people. Then there's like other ones who just fishtail around yeah. and they think they're going to manipulate you. But also what I wish I would have known at a younger age, so I didn't manipulate myself, was me being up front which a lot of times I was, but sometimes, sometimes we have a, we plant a seed and we have intentions of what we want, but it's important to hack H-A-C-K and to communicate that with the other party to communicate. For example, I was at this one Hollywood dinner with all these producers and I had my car and this producer said, Oh, you know, um, like, where do you live? And I'm like, Beverly Hills. They're like, oh, and this was in Santa Monica. Oh, we, do you mind giving me a ride home afterwards? And I, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's on the way. Sure. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I was naive thinking, yeah, it's on the way. What I didn't know then was like to communicate, which I thought in my mind, yeah, I'm just going to like drop this person off and like go home. And when I got there, I didn't know. So I didn't communicate, but I didn't know there was a valet service. There were two guys opening the door on each side and like two guys are waiting there. And he's like, oh, like, come up. I want to give you a script. And I'm like, oh, like. Just bring it down. 
And then there's like a pressure of these like two other valet guys there. And I'm thinking, okay, I'll just go up and get the script and come back down. And then I go up to get the script. He closes the door and he's like, oh, let me make you a drink. And I'm like, I don't drink. And I'm driving and I have a big morning ahead. So now I just spiraled myself into the situation. So long story short, I didn't take the drink. He ended up taking my face and tried putting his tongue down my throat. And I just went like this. And I know. And then I just, and then I got us and I, and then he gave me a script, but he had all these scripts to like give girls a woo woo of like all of these scripts. And he's like, he's just a snake. But anyway, so like, um, I took a script, I went to my car, but what, why I'm telling you the story is when I was in Santa Monica and this mother effer asked me for this ride. And in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, sure. It's on the way. I'll give you a ride. One, I could have said, yeah, I'll give you a ride um, and drop you off. I have an early morning. But even if I would have yeah. maybe said that, he could have maybe still tried to pressure me in another way. Or maybe I could have like just not given him the ride. Like I didn't really know this person to give him a ride anyway. So yeah. it's those subtle choices and energies that happen in the moment where a lot of people get numb, stuck and frozen. And you're like, well, how did that happen? And it's like, it went from zero to hero so fast, Right. Things go from zero to hero so fast. And there's a lot worse situations that I'm saying right now. This is at like an A grade level. But I mean, this guy could have had, I mean, he was with a collective of people at a dinner. So my my collective conscious told me like, he's known in the industry. We're with people at dinner, but you don't know people. You don't know people. Like I don't, I didn't know this person. I probably shouldn't have been giving him actually a ride home. Right. Yeah, Um, absolutely. He's a man. He like, it. this was like, I think before Uber and Lyft, <laughs> but like, he's still like a man. Like, how did he even get there? Like, why is he asking me for a ride home? Like, get yeah. your own ride home, take a cab. Like, like for someone to put that question on you, but sometimes when we're nice people and we're heart centered, we'll do it from our heart and our yeah. rationality is thinking, oh, this person's a good person. And you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Anyways, I'm rambling here, but that's a story. That's one story, Um, but it's very difficult, you know? And uh, another example is like, that was more on the acting side. One time I was at a record label and this guy has a wedding ring on and he's been, he started this record label that's at a record label owned by a bigger label. And he put me with some A&R people and I'm at dinner with so-and-so's manager and I'm in a studio with all these producers and I'm networking and stuff. And there's people like drinking and doing drugs, mostly weed. And I'm at the studio and it's like really late and I'm with this A&R. And he kind of threw me to the wolves. He really threw me to the wolves. Although I did make some, you know, good relationships from those um, that like, you know, I'm collectively still in relationship with those people as like acquaintances. Um, It was pretty gnarly. It's pretty gnarly. And you know, the, the music industry, there's ASCAP, there's BMI, there's no union like SAG after like an acting union. Um, The music doesn't really have that kind of union. And when I got involved in the industry with the diversity awards, when I first worked with the diversity awards and I met Mark, Michael Clark Duncan, God rest his soul um, at the Beverly Hills Hotel, we had the diversity awards and I was, you know, calling uh, Alicia Keys. Dad was her manager at the time. I don't know if he still oh. is. And I was taught very young that the music industry is like very gnarly and very dirty, like a very dirty. It's like a free for all. 
because there's not like a, a, a music union, you know, like SAG after there's a union. So you have IMDB, IMDB um, movie database. So you can look up who's the producer, who's the writer. You can do your research, right? Anyway, so I'm rambling here, but I mean, we could just go on for 10 days about this, right? But what do you think about everything I just shared? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, I, I think, um, uh, for a woman, I think the it is twice as hard, and I think as as some guys don't understand that how that they get it a bit easy regarding they don't get this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So when they go, I don't in, know if they get it easy. I don't. I don't know if they get it easy. Um, not, e- not easy in a in the way of that they get it easy to make into music. They still have to struggle. They still have to struggle. They have to still make it. They have to work hard. Uh, but obviously. I think women they have to get through some stuff which which I don't think they should have to get through to. They don't have, the looks. They have exactly the looks. The, the looks. looks. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They yeah. shouldn't have to do that. I don't think they should have to do that. I mean, why? Um because, I've always felt that. I've always yeah. felt that as well. And I've always looked at myself very um stoic very in the balance gender neutral like it doesn't matter if i identify and i look feminine because i feel very yang and very masculine and i ran cross country i used to run i have to turn this down low oh put that down for a little bit (laughs) we are in california but um even though I look very, you know, feminine, um, I ran cross country. I used to run, uh, you know, I have short-term, medium-term, long-term goals, 50 miles a week. So I very, like, I have the strength within me. Right. And I had this, my motto is like Nikki, Nike to win, just do it. Like that's been my motto my whole life. And it's a mentality and going past my emotions to like go for the target, you know, like rah, very primal. Right. And why does that have to be assigned to a male gender? Right. As, as exactly. masculine. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so, um, you know, I, I identify as she, her, like, and they, them as like non-binary, you know, um, because of my life and how I feel internally. I always thought I was, I was always supposed to be a boy. Right. I always felt like awkward, like oddball out. Um, I was celibate for seven years. I had no sex and I went around the world and I was celibate and I wanted to just understand why I was here and really identify with my soul and the gifts that have been given to me before I could like gift myself to other people and have these emotional energetic exchanges. Um, you know, not so that's just a, a part of my journey. Um, but I went out in the world and people were treating me a certain way and I would be very balanced and neutral of how I was being back because I was celibate. So any mother effer wasn't going to get involved with me on a sexual level. I didn't want anyone to get with me because of that reason. I wanted it to be because of what we birthed, not to say, it's right or wrong. You know, um, I was just so adamant about not being taken advantage of and protecting myself and not wanting 
to be looked at in that way or feel that. So I didn't particularly exchange that kind of energy with anyone. Um, and I wanted to connect, um, you know, with the creations that we've been given, not the other stuff, you know, although some beautiful things can be created through sexual energy and, but sexual energy isn't just about in intercourse. It's not just about sex, right? There's sexual. I mean, we're all connected through sexual energy. Like right now it's like, you know, there's different sexual energy. It's not just like having the sex. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I, what I can make out is you wanted in those seven years, you wanted uh, to learn about those life experiences um, and get to know more about that in those seven years, uh, which, 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 is, which is absolutely great because I think we need that uh, to get those kind of life experiences. I wish I had the opportunity to get um, some of that because I think it's important and then I think that we learn more stuff about other cultures or the beliefs or other people as well. Uh, I've got Untainted. But by what's been given and gifted to you through observation and your research and your reading and sensorially the food that you taste and the cultures yeah. and the languages you learn without someone going like this with their two cents because people want to judge or compare or cut people down. It's like, I don't want to deal with any of that. I wanted to just see the world untainted, you know, and experience it before exactly. I and fill my cup up before I, God willing, produce a child. Because I heard, you know, when you have a child, it's not about you anymore. It's all about them. And so I wanted to really experience while I was here first. And I saw everyone else rushing to like get married, have kids, figure it all out. It's like, just slow your roll. Let's go on the journey here. You know what I mean? And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I also found out along the way when, you know, having a child, that's when your life could start. And it's a very beautiful thing where it's interpersonally connected. And I feel though, because of who I am and where I am, I've been able to really endow and fill up my cup and be so full that now I can share that with another life force if it's meant to be, hopefully, and yeah. and not have any regrets, comparisons, blame, shame my child for something that I didn't do, you know, because so many adults go and shame and blame or try to vicariously live through their kids and put things on their children. And I just, you know, that really like hurts my heart. And I saw all I saw, I see it happening now and I saw it happening growing up and I just find it disgusting, you know, and that's where a lot of the disconnect and miscommunication is too, because people don't take time for themselves and then they blame their child or their partner. But it's like, you know what I mean? We don't understand other people's circumstances and everyone has a different one. So I'm aware of those as well. You know, some parents force their children to have them later on in life. There's generational things where it's like you stay at home in Greece until you're 25, you know, like some people are getting out of the house when they're 16, 17, 18. Some people are staying home till they're 25, 30. Like it's different. There's all the cultures are different, you know? So I'm not comparing or judging. Um, I just can only say from what I saw, you know? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I, I did um, today just to quickly uh, not, not not that long, but I did ma- 
have a glimpse on your website, um, which is very interesting. And <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell my uh, web designer. <laughs> And there's 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 a lot of, there's a lot of information, and I think that's great to have so much information on there, and which will appeal to the people to the viewers. Um, uh, so there's a lot of information about your, your music, obviously about like you said your poetry, which uh, uh, is I, I'm interested in because I've always been interested in, in poetry myself. So um, so poetry. As well, and uh, if you if you you've just um, I'm a writing thing. You've just written this book. Uh, a lover's fairy tale is uh, yeah. everywhere, so you can go um, get it. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, it's everywhere. You can just go to chinakas.com, my last name, or a lover's fairy tale, lover's fairy tale.com. You can buy it there. We have merch, um, but also you can put in your email, and I have an automation set up where it sends you a gift, a playlist of actual spoken word music videos that I produced to the written um, poetry pieces as well. So um, wow. it's a body of work that I created over a decade. And I had no idea about branding and rebranding. And I was just creating and making these things as an artist, director, producer, actor, voiceover, actor, poet. I was just making these videos for creating. And then during the pandemic, I'm like, what's one thing I've always wanted to do that I haven't done? And I said, I wanted to become a published poet. So I, out of thousands of pieces, I selected 11 that were all about love and fairy tales and fantasy and play, right? And I put them into this book, A Lover's Fairy Tale, and they're coupled with uh, art pieces by my friend, Robert Sturman, who's an international artist. He's famous and legendary. And it's the written pieces, um, uh, 11 pieces. It's child-friendly, like for a 12-year-old, for an adult. I was just on a podcast in Australia. This um, person, Joe, told me he cried four times while reading my poetry book. And I was like, wow, that like four times this person cried. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release the next one. It's going to be called The Naked Truth. I already started putting it together and it's a contrast and it's very wow. different than a lover's fairy tale, but a lover's fairy tale is about the experience of my celibacy of going around the world, untainted, innocent, and pure through the eyes and the lens of your soul's journey, untainted by other humans. Right. And just by, what's been gifted from the universe, the animals, the elephants, the culture, the food, the statues, the chair, the, the, the waterfalls, you know, the different red wines in the countries. So it's like those languages and words that just burst out of me while I was in ecstasy and nirvana, you know, traveling the world. And um, I wanted to share those gifts that I experienced with other people because you can travel through literature. And there are people who aren't so advantageous and so aren't um, experimental like I am that travel a lot. And a lot of people, they just introvert or they just like staying home in their town and they like just staying in their city and they never leave America. Like Elvis yeah. Presley never left America. You know, there are people who just, so it's for the people who want to experience the fruits and those rich richnesses of life and to move 
and get inspired through their own soul's journey. And I feel we have the power to do that with our words and the impact that we have and how powerful we are. We can exchange that energetic vibration through sound, through language, through literature, from what we sensorially see and from what we, um, you know, viscerally read. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, that's true. That, that's true. There, there are some, there are some, I've got relatives myself who they've been in India all their lives and they've not come out of India. Uh, and obviously, and I've, I've been in the UK for quite a while and I'm, I've not come out of the UK for a while now. Um, but, uh, and then after the, the COVID-19, it made it difficult, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that can happen. So is this your so this is your first poetry book? My first poetry book. And I'm like, wow, what took me so long? I wanted a poetry book when I was 12, when I wrote my first piece called Oddball. But guess what? There wasn't YouTube back then, there wasn't self-publishing back then, there wasn't Amazon back then. There was Barnes and Nobles, but yeah. looking for a distributor. Ex, 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 like we were talking earlier at how I was mentioning, looking for external validation, someone who aligns with my poetry, someone who's going to give me a book publishing deal, someone who's going to put up the money, like all those hoops you have to jump through externally in the world. And it's like, nah, now we can just self-empower. I can just do it myself. Exactly. Because, you, and, absolutely, yeah. And um, now that I did one, I'm just like, it's you just do one and then you're just a domino effect. You do more. So just, show up, start messy and do it. I probably have typos in the book, although I had, you know, it looked over multiple times, but guess what? I started messy. I said, I'm, this is what, I, what have I always wanted to do? The quality of the question. I pivoted. What, what, what have I always wanted to do? Okay. What am I going to do? I'm going to give myself three months, a hard stop. So by, by the fall, by the, the by the spring, I'm going to release it. March 21st was world poetry day. How apropos, I released it on my parents' anniversary on World Poetry Day. And boom. And I and I rebranded it with the spoken word music videos and I'm sharing it. And it's not like a one-off where I'm, it's, it's going to go away and I'm going to forget about it. People are talking about it. People are picking up the book. I'm talking about it. People are picking it up. Now I'm going to do my second book. Then I'll be like, yeah, you can get this book and that book. And it's like, you know, it, it's it's interwoven because it's internal which is the exact opposite of what I thought I had to do when I was a kid, which was external, look for validation or a man or a gender outside of myself to make my dreams and wishes come true, right? Yeah. Reverse engineering on the inside instead of the illusion of the expectations on the outside. Yeah. I mean, I, I absolutely agree with what you're saying because I remember when I was looking to publish my book, and this was back in 2003. Um, and it was it was a struggle because there wasn't any of this. There was Barnes and Noble, but apart from that, there was anybody else. Um, yeah. Do you know Ingram? It's called Ingram. Yeah. Ingram. So not only do you have it on Amazon, you can also put it on Ingram for the person tuning in. And you can have it in Walmart and everywhere. Like they put it in places Amazon doesn't. You only have to do a 90-day exclusive with Amazon and then you can put it on Ingram and put it everywhere. Yeah, exactly. So so you managed to get a, a, a publisher who was willing to invest in the book? 
No, I didn't need a oh, publisher. Oh, you I did just it put yourself. it on Amazon myself. Oh, you put it on yourself. I literally, the guy who who um, formatted my book, I'm a minimalist. I'm like, I just want it white, black text, centered with the image, one image with everyone, with every piece, 11 pieces. There's 14 images total. The cover, the back, there's 14 images total. Um, and, and I'm, I, I hired him, I hired him on Fiverr for $45 and he's in Pakistan and he's going to do my next book. Yeah. He's in Pakistan. I was (laughs) able to employ someone in Pakistan and now my friend wants to get his book done and I gave him his information and I'm like, Hey, he did my book for $45. He did the book formatting. He did so many, he can do the retouching reef, like the, the notes. No money. So I gave him a nice tip, you know, for, for doing that. I didn't have to, but it's like, there was a lot of back and forth. So I gave him a tip obviously, um, for going back and forth with me, but he did a great job. Self-empowering. Exactly. Exactly. So there there is that option now, which, which, uh, so, uh, so authors or poets, um, who want to come into the field, it's a bit easier than what it was before back in the days. Um, so much easier. Definitely. So much easier. So much easier. Yeah. And then with podcasting, it's so cool because we get to share all this information with people. And it's exactly. great. The gift is the luxury of the education, the, the luxury of being interested, the luxury of having our health, the luxury of having technology to log in to find these podcasts and the luxury of quote unquote time of not slaving away at someone else's corporation to have time to listen, right? But driving to and from work, maybe while you're at work, you can listen to one in your ear. So it's about pivoting and shifting, but those are the gifts because the podcasts are free, but the gifts, the, the, the gifts are the stuff I just mentioned of being attuned and aware to tap into podcasting, to receive the information and then to not only receive it and know it from here up in my throat chakra in my head, yeah. but then to actually apply the knowledge and hack and apply those, the, the knowledge that we're learning. Exactly. Because, because when, when I started podcasting, it was about a, what's the purpose of this podcast? What am I doing it? And second, what am I going to achieve? And how is this going to bring a difference? Or even if it's a 1% difference to society, what difference is it going to bring? So I thought, Great. so it took a long time to figure it, figure this out and to make it different to all those thousands of podcasts, which are with all, all due respect, it needs to be different. It needs to be unique to them. Um, it needs to have its own identity. So it took a while to figure that one out. But finally, uh, you know, I, I managed to narrow it down. Um, two things. Yeah. yeah. Two, two things I want to say. One, very simplistic for you and for anyone tuning in. What's going to make it unique is because of you. There's only one Rashish. There's only one you. So no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Because of your voice, because of your spirit, because of what goes in here and in your heart, in your mind, your body, your soul, that's what's going to make it unique. Two, even though it takes a long time to figure out and we're in our head about it, that can go on for years. So it's 
knowing some basic building blocks, your outline, but then starting messy and you figure it out along the way. You just go. You're like, I know I have it in me and you go. That's what I did when I started my podcast. It's arts and business, arts and business with ethics, morals, and values. That's my podcast. I thought it was an arts podcast. And I talked to the podcast Academy and the woman gave me the best compliment of my life. She goes a year ago, she says, this is a business podcast. And I was like, it is. She's like, this is a business podcast. And I was like, oh, I thought it was an arts podcast. And for me, it was the very first time I felt this melt from my throat deep down into my heart. And the golden shield I'd mentioned earlier came off because I had that protection to protect myself in a man's world to prove that I was a business. And this woman who's never met me in my whole entire life tells me this is a business podcast. And I thought, wow, like I made it right. My whole career, my whole life of everything I've done, TV, film, acting, music, traveling with 50 Cent, G-Unit internationally in South Africa, in Europe, working with De Niro, Pacino in these films, all of it, all of it. And then this woman who I've never, ever met, an angel, who her job and she's on the board of the podcast academy and she looks at all the podcasts and she tells me talking to me for 15 minutes on the phone doesn't know me at all and says this is a business podcast and she doesn't know my psyche and my own you know struggles growing up that you know we've talked about on here and she tells me and I'm like I made it like I'm a businesswoman like I'm not Apple I'm not Google um I have my business and it was, I know that, but it was just like this blanket of this, like, I don't need to prove myself. I've been just trying to prove myself when we try to prove something, but even when we've outgrown and we've already proven it, we still like beat an old blanket. You know what I mean? We still act with our old patterns that aren't serving us. So I have that little voice that goes into my psyche and it just helps me with my confidence. It helps me in my psyche. It just helps with my worth and my self-esteem. And it's just, what a great, so then now I'm like, oh yeah, it's an arts, it's an arts and business podcast coupled with ethics, morals, and values, you know? And it's like, that feels so enlightening, you know? So Yeah. 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 But I just started messy. I knew my, when I was 12, when I was a poet, I, I had ancient wisdom whispering in my ear and I sought ancient wisdom and I called to ancient wisdom and I wanted the ancient wisdom to lead thy way. And I said, I want to pay it forward and do that to others. And I know what was given to me and I know what I lacked or what I thought I lacked or what I didn't have access to. And I said, I would want people to give me an opportunity And there are people who can give other people opportunities in many ways. And I said, I want to be that person. So I like to hold space for other people by having them on my podcast. I like to hold space for people by paying forward and giving. I wanted to start my podcast eight years ago and I didn't know how to get on the train tracks. And this angel woman comes along, Isolde Trachtenberg, who has the Innovative Mindset podcast. And we were in um, stand-up comedy class together couple two two Octobers ago and she had me on her podcast and she met me up and she got me on my podcast and I wanted to start my podcast eight years ago and she hooked me up and what I did I just 
hit the ground running. I'm like, this is who I am. We're going to talk about acting, modeling, DJ, producing, filmmaking, what to do on set, what not to do on set, networking. We're going to talk about traveling. We're going to talk about it all. And I just started with those basic, like the oak tree of who I am, these strong branches of what I could offer and say, hey, these are my experiences. And then it just, then it took a life of its own and they're branching out. But I just started messy and I just showed up with, with this like pouring out like two decades of experience, right? Of me working in entertainment and traveling the world. Yeah, wow. That's, that is very interesting. Um, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so do you, so you, you bring on, uh, like you said, so on, on your podcast, you've been doing that for a while now, your podcast. And where they can find your podcast on, uh, is it uh, the usual podcasting platform, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcasts? I'm on um, every single podcasting platform. I'm on over 28. But if you go to yeah. Chinakis and any podcaster like you and anyone, they can go to chinakis.com backslash podcast and they can see all the podcasts I'm on. And then you yourself, anyone that you're not on, you can just submit to them for free and get on those podcast distribution platforms as well. So that's I'm on every every podcast platform. Oh, that's absolutely great. So so you're podcasting uh, so 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 you you are really busy um with a lot of stuff at the moment because like you said you you you've got loads of hats and you play loads of you've done loads of stuff and to do even a couple of them is hard uh to do to be honest uh but you so um, you do yeah go ahead um mm-hmm. yeah i'm listening so yeah i mean even even if you did say a couple of stuff such as the voiceover the podcasting you did a couple of these that would be even be tricky it would be hard to do even a couple couple of them uh, but doing all these so which are these all of these are t- taking equal amount of time in your life or is there something which uh is the main the primary thing which you're doing well you know what i'm a scorpio um And I know I have Libra in me and Libra is like the balancer. And in my life, I see things from my cross country background with short-term, medium-term and long-term goals. And my life is a marathon with my cross country running background. And I see the macro, the middle and the micro. So the attention to the detail, nurturing them all, but also it's like a stove and Things simmer, water's boiling, you have to add spices, it's simmering on low, some things are cooking. So it's like a rotation. So my podcast is in seasons. I'm off season right now. So people are streaming the 68 episodes that are up and they can get caught up. And season four is January, 2022. And it's a women empowerment series and uh, exploring divine femininity. And it's, everything's batched. So I batch all my recordings. They're all scheduled. So when it comes out, I'm not actually recording them They're I've already recorded them. They're all done and they're all scheduled and they all go out. And so my voiceovers, a lot of times you have 24 hour notice and yeah. my coaches are three hours in the morning or three hours at night. So I either do my voiceovers in the morning or at night, depending on my energy, depending on what I have going on during the day. Um, depending on how much work I have to do for each character. Sometimes it can be one line. Sometimes it can be 
eight pages. You don't know until it comes. Um, what takes a lot of preparation is when I have on screen opportunities because you have to, I like to research the producers, the directors, the writer, the tone of the show. Is it a new show? Is it a film? What kind of film? Broad comedy, grounded, got grounded comedy. Like um, the director, have I seen his work? Maybe if they give a reference to a film, I'll want to want I'll want to like watch that film the night before as a part of my research. Then I'll do the craft of the acting. I'll build the character. Where can I draw this from? What technique am I going to use? Is it comedy? Like uh, is it a drama? So. I have to sensorily and emotionally get into that physical body intelligence of that space and tap into myself and how I identify and then how I can build characters through technique, what I've learned from studying with the greats in the industry. Um, and then after I do all my preparation and, and memorize, like, you know, it could be one page or three pages or 15 pages, right? It could be five scenes or three scenes or one scene. You don't know. Then you might have 24-hour notice or you might have four days. And um, and so while I'm preparing, then I'm like a sponge. And my process is like, I'll do all that, very analytical. And then I'll sleep. I'll make sure I eat well. I'll yeah. like, I have to prepare my body. I, I meditate. And then um, one second, please. One second. One second. Okay, I'm back. Thanks for your patience. Nice. So then um, my process is, um, can you hear that? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, moving, moving humans. <laughs> um, so, um, so, you know, I sleep, I like to pray and meditate. And then I like to fantasize, you know, everything. And I let it like absorb into me. And when I wake up, then I've memorized the, it's embedded into my soul. And then I can, you know, practice and then, and then record it. And I get on the phone with my coach and I self tape and I do lighting and get my look ready, you know, and everything like that. Then you edit it, you send it in. So it takes a lot more energy, time and work with um, on-screen opportunities. So then if I have, you know, meetings or something, I'll just have to reschedule or move them so I can focus on, because my number one thing is acting and getting back on TV and in film as a household name. So that's my priority. So when you know your priority, that's what I'm focused on, right? And then everything else yeah. is in rotation. All right, okay. So you so your music must be... Oh, I don't hear you very well. What happened to the audio? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Can you hear me? 
I can hear you. Did you, you hear yeah. me before or no? Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Yes, yes. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, so your music, uh, has your music released? And yeah. uh, it's released under, where can people find it? Yeah, Saint Kiriaki. Saint, and then K-Y-R-I-A-K-I. And in the show notes, people can find it, hopefully. Um, on YouTube, Katie Chinakis, we have some videos on there. Um, yeah. And it's really cool because just like poetry and the language of, you know, music, when you hear the music, it's the language of my emotions that you're hearing, not through verbal language, some, but some instrumental, but the instrumentals are still a language, right? That I'm expressing. All right. Okay. So yeah. is there any particular genre of music you do? Yeah, I have EDM, electronic dance music. Wow. That's very interesting. I need to listen to this. Um, so yeah, definitely, you definitely. can work out, dance. Exactly. Exactly, because, uh, yeah. Clean the house. I, I, I used to do that and because, because I, I, do, um, I do spirituality, like uh, I do Tai Chi. Um, usually about three, four times in a week. So this kind of spirituality I'm into. So that kind of stuff, and obviously, any any music which is dance, dance kind of electronic music, that really is good. Uh, that's yeah, something. The reason why I love electronic dance music so much because when you hear a song on the radio, you know the format, verse. Yeah chorus, second verse, bridge, you know, there's a format to it. But with electronic dance music, it it changes your neural pathways. You, it's unexpected, the drop. It's unexpected of what you're going to hear. There's different sounds that come. And so it shakes up the mind and the soul in a way because you don't know what to expect. But when you hear a traditional song, a pop song, or a regular formatted song for the radio, you know it's going to be a three-minute song, right? Or less. Yeah, exactly. But, but like yeah. electronic music, like I have a song on the album. It's Huntress of Armidas. Um, it's eight minutes long. Wow, that's long. That's long. That's long for a song, yeah. I mean, some of my songs are 30 minutes long, you know? Really? One song, yeah. And you go on this emotional journey, right? And I'm going through this. And I just put it out. I don't edit it. I'm like, that's how it sounds. That And some people will edit things out, but I'm like, it's experimental. Like, this is what I was going through. This is what I was feeling. This is what happened. And so when you, when something moves in a way, it's like, what is that? And it's like, that's just how I was feeling. It's not going to sound like anything else because it, it was birthed from a creation. And that's why I love humans and poetry and acting because you prepare but when you go in the moment, you let whatever come, come. And that's how your read is going to be different than everyone else's. Because no one's going to do it like you. And no one's going to do it like me. And if we allow the unexpected gifts to come up, and in the album, there's a track called The Space In Between. And it's like, here, I'm here with you now. But when this camera shuts off and the audio closes, there's going to be a space in between before I do my next thing. So what are we doing in those private moments in the space in between? There's this intelligent energy 
in the silence. And right now, yeah, even though there's helicopters and a party just got home and there's dogs and we're talking, there's the infinite consciousness in the space in between. But when we get to the moments of just with ourselves in silence and we attune to it, yeah, I think that's the great shift and observation and how we can receive that intelligence. So allowing the silence and the space in between. So how's the response been and how's your family's response been to your music? Oh my gosh. Wow. I mean, I, I've been taking screenshots. I just got the report. They yeah. showed me the report, weekly report. I was like, wow. And next week it's going to be double of people who tune into it. And um, they had a party for the drop last week and the, the drop of St. Kiriaki, Dreamland 1111. The album's called Dreamland 1111. And it was three stories at an NFT gallery in Venice, California. And over 200 people came and went. Over 200 people came and went. And if anyone's in, you know, oh, Venice, well, they won't hear this on time. But tonight in Venice, California, it went so well. It went so well that they played it again. And it went so well, they're having an event there, a DAO event, DAL with the blockchain in it, in, in, at this NFT gallery at six. And they want to play my album because it's very cinematic all the way through. It's one hour and four minutes. So they want to play it all the way through. And they asked me to come. They want to play my album tonight. And then there's this other event afterwards. And they said, will you come DJ? We we love your your music. And um, they want to embrace the divine femininity and, and have the music. So two different events are playing my music tonight. And so um, honestly, before I got on with you, I was like crying. I was like petrified, you know, and like gagging um, to show up. You know, it's like so difficult. Although I get past the emotions that's coming up now, I'm going to show up and it's going to be great, but you just never know, you know, but people are really liking it. So I'm really happy about that. Oh, it's absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a proud moment for for yourself, for people who are close to you, and absolutely, and uh, for everyone, because it's it's it's, it's like you said, it's a, it's a massive moment uh, in your career, in your music, and what you've you what you've achieved, and a lot of women will be inspired by by what what you've done, uh, and. And that they can do if they want to get into music or in any field, they can, they can do so. They can do so. I mean, I, um, I, I've got a which I which I call a a buddy now in uh, Kirsty, who's a country music singer. And I, I had an interview with her so many weeks before. In uh, she lives in Nashville now. She and she had to do. She had a journey where she had to leave her family to go to Nashville. And to to make it into music, country music. So, like I said, it's a journey. Like you said, it's a journey, and it's something which one has to do. And then you make it, and it's it's it's, it's all uh, it's all all uh, amazing, and it's worthwhile when when you once you, once you get there and you reach that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's my life. It's my life's work, and. And I'm just leaning into it now because I just, you know, you, you, you are excited, you're inspired, you want it to happen, you do so many things. And then 
there's this flow state when you're in flow state. And now it's just, I'm just like, this is my life's work. And I feel so connected and it feels so good. I used to go by Katie Coco and I was touring 50 cent G unit opening up in front of 18,000 people in South Africa and Europe. And I was like, they were made, making me like the new Britney Spears or like Lady Gaga. And then I went on another musical journey with the sophisticated psychos and this like with my birth name, St. Kiriaki. And I just feel so connected to myself and my life's work and my inspiration that I want to share, not only for myself and the gifts that I've been given in the world, but to inspire other people and to inspire other artists, you know, it's just such a blessing. And um, I'm just really leaning into that and embracing those moments because, you know, when you work so smart and so hard for something to happen and then when it happens, now I'm just really enjoying the moments and the fruits of the labor and and empowering others through my voice that they too can do the same. And I'm with them hand in hand on that journey and there for them as well, you know, because we're just walking hand in hand. We're not too far in front or behind one another, although there's an illusion that we are. So your friend who went to, you know, like countries, huge. So she was smart and she went to the place, specifically Nashville and the relationships that you can build there. And I mean, it's, it's great energy and that, and it's great wealth and there's great communities and studios and the people there. I just, I mean, I didn't tap in because country is not my particular thing, but that's where you need to be for a country for sure. Yeah, yeah so. exactly, exactly. Um, like, like, like I mentioned, uh, this, this, um, the podcast, the, the channel, uh, is basically, it's not about me and it, that's why it's, it's unscripted and it's not questions. It's about the stories. It's about the real life stories of the artists, the, the, you know, the musicians, everyone who's made a difference, who's rising talent. And who's uh, all, all, all the women voices uh, everywhere? It's about them. It's not about me, uh, and that's why uh, we plan to uh, do this and keep on bringing more and more people on board. Uh, and that, that's what the aim is to do. Uh, to do. You're this, on a uh, great collective mission, so I honor you, and it's so you. awesome to hear. It's rare to hear. I know people who do that like Nikki Scorpio, my music partner, production partner, he does that. He grew up with two women in Berkeley. He does that. And he always speaks on that. And can very rarely, you know, you hear um, another male gender doing that. Um, so I honor you and I Thank receive you. and hear what you're saying. And it's a, you're a part of a huge collective mission of very rare gems. Yeah. I should introduce you to Nikki. Actually, you should have him on the yeah. show. You guys will have a field day with one another. Yeah, absolutely, definitely, definitely. That's so cool, though. Uh, 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 but that's it. It's 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 the gender of male gender. You um, embracing the divine femininity or the quote unquote female gender and um, bringing that because it's like in my album I say, nurture me, other people, nurture me. So I can nurture life itself. Like by me nurturing you, you're going to nurture mother earth. So when I'm asking for something or needing something and a lot in that, that power that we were talking about earlier of 
men, quote unquote, looking or women looking to men for that power. No, you need to give each other that whatever y'all need. So then you can cycle it back to, to mother nature, to earth. Exactly. Because once you identify yourself and you know exactly where you are and what you need to do, um, and then you get those people who are exactly who believe in the same thing, uh, in the same kind of thing, what, what uh, you want to do, uh, and you have those positive people, and, and that's what that's all you need. Uh, that's it, really. This, this, that's, that's all there is, really. Uh, yeah, our support system being around people who are positive because, yeah. you know, it's just energy, no matter if it's positive, negative, or whatever word you want to put on it, it's just energy, right? So, um, being around good energy with good intentions. And, and if we don't know what that is, letting people know, I don't know what that is. Let's sort it out. This vibes with me. I like this book. I like this person. This makes me feel light. This makes me feel good. This makes me feel heavy. I might need to take a nap. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Sleep it off. It like the ocean. It'll pass. It'll come. It'll pass. It might come a lot. There might be a lot of choppy waters, but it'll pass. This too shall pass the famous quote, right? Yeah. But it's embracing and being more around what we're talking about and hacking and applying, hacking and applying to be around that more often and moving away. You know, we can only focus on one thing at a time, moving away of what's not serving us, moving away what we keep repeatedly thinking that we don't want to be thinking about. Right. Change the dynamics, the power of the energetic mind. It's just energy. Right. Our thoughts is energy that turns into form. This cell phone, this lighting kit, this shirt, it came from an energetic thought that, and then someone actually actualized to materialize this particular shirt in this particular brand. Yeah. Yeah. It's a domino effect of energy. So, and we, and some people see energy, some people don't. It's a faith and it's a knowing. And following that and finding that from within. Yeah, absolutely. So, so guys, remember that the links for Katie, music, uh, and the books will be in the description. So just click on the links on there. They will be all on there, the description um, on there. There's only two interviews which have been long, Katie. And this is this is I'm being serious here. One, uh, like I said. Um, Kirsty, uh, uh, who, who's a country music singer, and uh, and a buddy of mine, and also and yourself. So these two have been nearly an hour. Yourself and, and Kirsty, uh, but I, I I think the reason for that is, and I've had loads of interviews, and I, I had uh, another singer who was uh, um, who lives in Italy as well, and uh, other other people and writers. But never and nearly an hour, apart from you, apart from you, yourself and Kirsten. And I think the reason is is um, everyone's story has been good, but I think the experience which you've been through and what she has been through, they've been so uh, it's just been a, a, a amazing journey. So we've um, so I, even I don't mind. And I don't think the viewers would mind as well listening to it um, and, you know, taking it in and understanding that 
uh, what's taking place and how how you climb that ladder and how you got to the top of that ladder. Thank you. I, I appreciate you being here and the viewer and the listener tuning in. Um, I hope it provided a lot of impactful value. And um, I've definitely Absolutely. been on an, an emotional journey during the process. So I'm grateful. This has been a very beautiful conversation. Um, it is. You know, you, we just show up and have the conversation. So it's uh, one of I'm those, here. It's one, of those, it's one of those interviews which I want to do. You know, it's like, okay, is this interview good? I mean, this, this is, a, like I said, it's not an interview. It's more like a chat. But it is it is this is uh, one which uh, one would you know want to, wanted to continue 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 um, you know and not have a duration. Um, well, I'll come it, back. I'll come back. But definitely, absolutely, we we are in definitely going to bring you back. We're Re- reach gonna, out in the spring. We'll we'll make it happen again. We'll make it happen. We'll definitely make it happen uh, regarding that uh, regarding this and uh, and we'll see regarding any collaboration we can do uh regarding female empowerment we will do together as love well. all this sounds yes, great ab- absolutely Definitely. whatever Definitely. whatever we can do to make a difference for people um absolutely we'll do um i'm and uh, on this but uh yeah uh so it's been it's been amazing everybody like like we said you can find it on the description it it will be all on there uh, regarding the books, the poetry book, the music, where to, and uh, and all the stuff for uh, Katie, yeah. and you can visit her as well. And if you like to just mention once more, where can they find your website, your address? Yeah, my last name. I'm on all the social media platforms, but it's just chinakis.com. C H O N A C A S dot com. Absolutely. So just go on there, check it out. It's very interesting. I've been on it myself. And I, I and I love it. It's it's great. Uh, yeah, sign up for my mailing list so we can stay more connected. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, absolutely. And uh, where else can they find you on social media? If anybody wants to get get in touch, I'm on all platforms: Clubhouse, TikTok, at Twitter, all of them. So Chinakis wow. or Katie Chinakis, but yeah, it's it's Chinakis, C H O N A C A S, or Katie Chinakis, K A T I E. All right. Okay. De- definitely, I'll, 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 I'll. Oh, I'll, you can put them all in the. You have the links. You can put them I'll, all in the show notes. I'll, 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 yeah, it'll be on the. It'll be on there, and also, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I might, I might collaborate with yourself on on Twitter because I'm on Twitter often uh, myself. Um, so I'll, cool. I'll, 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 I'll definitely add you on Twitter. So yeah, absolutely, um, Katie. I will be in touch with you very soon, um, and I will uh, uh, regarding this. And they, and there will be information about this video and other information. So to check out our YouTube channel, it is the it's called the Woman Agenda, and with all the interviews which happen on a Friday and sometimes on a Saturday, click on the uh, notification, subscribe to the channel, so you can get so you know when we are live um, on there, Katie. And what's the plan for the rest of the day? Um, I'm going downtown. I have a photo shoot. My friend, uh, David Christopher Lee, he's a celebrity photographer and he has an amazing uh, style of portraits and he wants to take my portrait. So we're going to do portraits. 
And then afterwards, I'm going to the NFT gallery in Venice and um, they're going to play my album. And then there's um, another event after and they want me to DJ my album. So I'm going to do that. Um, Saturday, I'm going to another event. It's uh, um, it's all about divine femininity and and they're going to I'm going to meet the people and um, give them my album. And then. Sunday, Warner Brothers invited me to this w- new Will Smith movie. It's Will Smith and Serena, Serena Williams. So Warner Brothers, I'm going to go on Sunday at two o'clock um, to watch a film uh, screening of this film. Um, and then uh, enjoy some sun. And um, I'm going to mail out a gift to uh, Nikki Scorpio, actually. It was just his birthday. He's on the East Coast. So I'm going to mail out his That's birthday it. gift. Yeah, what are you going to do? Fantastic. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be. Um, I think I need to reach out to a few more people who have asked me who want to, who want to come onto the channel. So I need to reach out to them. I need I need to catch up on those messages, which I'm a bit behind. Um, so I need to I need to reach out due to the working commitments. I've not been able to send them messages. So I need to get back to them and uh, yeah. schedule some more chats with them and bring them onto the channel. Uh, so they can tell their stories. Uh, so there's, there's, uh, I'm going to be doing that. And uh, I think I need to schedule one more, which I supposed to have had early today. But due to some issues, I've not, I, did, I couldn't bring it on. So I need to reschedule that one as well. So there's all that I've got to do. And, uh, and I need to go to the shopping center as well and sort some stuff out down there as well. Go to a few shops. That kind of stuff, really, and see a couple of mates, a couple of friends as well. Um, need to have a, a bit of a chilling, chilling our session with them as well. So yes, so there's that as well this week. Um, so yeah, and the time will go quick. I'm sure we can always finish this quick. Um, so it, it definitely does. But I will be catching up with you very, very soon, Katie. Um, yeah, cool. Um, on there. Um, so thank you very much once again thank you very much for coming on to the Woman Agenda uh, podcast thank you very much and uh, we will speak very soon and chat very soon my pleasure Rashish thank you so much for having me it's been a real thank honor thank you thank you thank you very thank you very much thank you and I will let I will uh, once uh, once it's uh, on everywhere I'll I'll send you a message to let you know the responses and where is where it's on as well on that cool. i'll send you a message and let you know um thank very you very cool. much thank you very much there and enjoy the rest of the day thank you bye thank you